Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen the year 2000, it's unbreakable. Do me a solid favor, pause this, go watch it, come back and join us. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Code45Podcast, like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app that's out there. Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we are out there. Today, Code45 is powered by Diet Dr. Pepper. Oh, that was, uh, that was normal. Uh, <laughs> um, and as always, we are powered by you, the listeners on Podbean, the listeners on Patreon. We are so appreciative to you guys. Thank you so much for your contributions. You're the main reason we're keeping the show going. Be sure to hit us up on patreon.com backslash cult45podcast. For as little as $1, you can get extra content from us as well. Yeah, welcome everybody to a uh, stirring edition of Code 45 Podcast. I am your host, Beating Down. Today I'm joined by Random Randy Savage. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing all right. Doing all right. Excellent news, compadre. Uh, folks, Glass is coming out. I'm super hype, and because of that, we're going to correlate together and do the... Um, first of the three movies which is crazy uh unbreakable from the year mm-hmm. 2000 from m night mm-hmm. i knew i was gonna fuck it up m night one more time m night <laughs> shazam <laughs> m night shalaman close enough m night shalaman anyway um <laughs> What did uh What did that genie from uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse say? That's his last name, right? Yeah. Shawamalam. 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 Anyway, quit. Is that racist? Am I being racist? Hopefully, uh. <laughs> well, um, honestly, I like M Night. I got no beef with M Night. Honestly, uh, I know certain movies came out people didn't like, but I feel like he laid it. <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> Avatar. Yeah. Mar- Mark Ellis, a uh, friend of the show from uh, Soul Wizard. I know he hates him for that forever, but I, I haven't seen Avatar. I skipped oh, that. Yeah. Man. But I've never seen the show either. Oh, man. I know. Here, let me let me just say this. Take uh, Fist of the North Star, right? Okay. Go on. <laughs> I want you to replace the main character with um, Sean William Scott. And I want you to make it based in Miami, and I want you to have him fight only using his feet. Okay, I thought you were trying to sell me on Avatar. I was like, "Fuck that show!" But now I realize you're talking about the movie. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awful. Oh no, the that sounds that sounds horrible. I, I told I picked an anime. I know that you were like, "Oh my god, it's the best!" Right? Yes, it's the Are you best. Mocking me for liking Fist of North. Anyway, um, oh, mocking I, me for liking Avatar: The Last Airbender. No, absolutely not. No, I, I've seen episodes. It, it looks awesome. I just need to get. I gotta start book one because I know it's a, it's it's an investment. It's fucking amazing. I know it is. No, no, no. Trust me, I know it is, and I, I hate myself for not. I I know Mark probably turned off the fucking episode if he's listening to this, but um, we're doing Unbreakable guys because Glass is coming out. Um, unfortunately. I was trying to look up the year for Unbreakable, and I saw 
that the review is already in for Glass, and I'm like really not happy right now. That's what I saw too. Yeah, unsatisfying. They kept saying. I so, heard split. Maybe that was just a a joke. Mm, <laughs> fuck. Well, I'm hoping for the best. Like now that I know that that's in the air, at least I won't be overly hyped because I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I was pretty hyped about this movie when it first came out. Let's get into our first impressions, shall we? Randall Savage. Mm. What was your first impressions with uh, Unbreakable? So this, when I first saw Unbreakable, this was in the time of right after The Sixth Sense, I believe. Right. It was so, hot on the heels. Hot so on the yeah, heels. Hot on the heels of The Sixth Sense. So M. Night is... You know, he's the golden boy. He's the next Spielberg. It's going to happen. He's going to kick ass and take names. And I was like, I was, oh, this is going to be the best. This is going to be the best movie. Because that last movie he made, oh, no one saw that coming, did you? So the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm expecting, oh, come on. Where's it coming? Where's it coming? And then I got out of the movie. And I was like, that was pretty good. <laughs> wow, really? I was expecting the biggest another twist of all time with your the face biggest milk. twist of all time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then it's mm-hmm. like like if the sun had exploded, maybe that would have been different. Completely fair. And it and it kind of makes sense, because uh, 'cause I'm on the other side of the coin. I notice um you are the yang to my yin or whatever the fuck. Uh, either way, <laughs> um peanut butter to my chocolate. But um that was slightly gay. Uh <laughs> all right. I'm gonna Too cut great. that out. It's great together. <laughs> fair enough. You better um, not. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm so That's afraid right, of thin groups. Two good things taste great together. Swallow them both. Yeah. Now I'm cutting it out. <laughs> Gross. Don't make me think about ever. Ugh. Jesus. Because like the accidental eye contact will be horrendous. We'll never be able to do a show again. No. Normally, if we're spit roasting somebody. <laughs> Wait. Time out. <laughs> don't even finish that sentence because that's that's all you need that's the joke and the punchline wrapped in the wall <laughs> you have to be like putting on a bathrobe as you start that normally in a spit rose normally one in a spit rose you ever been rotisserie lady <laughs> now I have to keep it I get the mouth hole and he gets the butt hole <laughs> So you gotta put an H with the butthole. You gotta. It has to be like. Butthole. Yeah. <laughs> you know how B loves that sweet, sweet butthole. All right. All right. Now I can't cut it out. <laughs> Actually, I can't do it now. It's too funny. Shout out to Dan St. Germain. Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for me, I did not see The Sixth Sense first. Mm. I saw Unbreakable first. I see that way working. And I was like, fuck yeah. This is the first, uh, one of the first DVDs I've ever owned. Oh, wow. Yeah, because um, we rented it as a family. And I was like, nope. If I, when I get my own DVD player, that's how old we are. I will buy this movie. And I got the special edition with the Alex Ross drawings of David Dunn and Elijah Price. And I'm st- and, and what's crazy, I like, I probably haven't seen this movie in like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And the special edition like still held up. Like the Nothing. menus are like good. I'm like, damn, like this was actually a good investment. Mm-hmm. This is back when DVD, like they gave a fuck. Like, oh, you got this on DVD. Let us regale you with like quality and like, yeah, it's like <laughs> I mean, there's nothing better. This is top tier quality, guys. It's not like we can just crank these out of at a buck fifty and sell them for five dollars in a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um 
Let's just get into it, shall we? Unfortunately, folks, I think I already played in my hand. It's going to be a gush fest on my side. I'm so sorry. You're going to listen to me fight the gush and at the same time tamper down my expectations for glass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. This is going to be rough. That'll be fine. This is going to be rough. Oh, God. Like the opening scene, mm-hmm. I'm already hooked because there's so much like underlining racist shit happening. <laughs> <laughs> who's the name of this actor i fucking love this guy he was in oz uh blood and bone this dude is like underutilized in hollywood mm. he was sterling k brown before sterling k brown was even like a thing iman walker yes iman walker yes iman walker should have been what sterling k brown is now back then in the early 2000s mm. i'm telling you mate phenomenal actor so um Elijah's mother, Charlene, who's being, being played by Charlene Woodard, Alfred Woodard's um, daughter, uh, mm-hmm. is having his baby at this, like, uh, Macy's or whatever. She, she didn't make it to the hospital in time, so the baby's born. So the doctor shows up, and they just, you know, black doctor to take care of the black lady. Hey. <laughs> and um, you know shit's fucked up, like, right out of the gate. Right. And, like, when he asked her, like, did you drop this baby? Like, <laughs> like... I felt like it was like, are you that full of hate, ma'am? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's how he came at it. She's like, God, I'm a, like, I'm racist, but I'm not a monster. That was kind of like, that's what I got from the subtext. Did that just mean? I didn't. No, mean? I mean, I, I didn't feel that. I felt like, are you so incompetent, a retail store clerk, that you dropped a baby <laughs> as it came out of a woman's vagina? I know you're not a doctor, but we try to keep these things off the ground. That's what I got out of it uh, more than I anything got like else. A, like, were you able to fight your racist urge to not spike this black baby off the ground? <laughs> like it, it came, it came right out and just like, bam, touchdown. Yes. They're resilient. They're resilient people. No, I, uh, <laughs> Jesus, but no, 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 no. Like I, it, it was, it was kind of heartbreaking. Cause like you realize shit is real fucked up and he, he, you know, he lays it out for her and lets her know that the baby broke his arms and uh, legs inside her womb. Right out of the gate. And it's like, oh, shit. And then they cut into the music, and then the movie starts. And I'm like, fuck. Got real immediately. I'm hooked. You know what I'm saying? First first watch. I'm like, oh, I'm in. What's up? What's going on here? And we cut to uh, good old David Dunn. Double D. Double D. Bruce Willis chilling on a train. Um, I got to say, though, any movie with... Uh, Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson is like a, I think is a guaranteed classic. I love Die Hard with a Vengeance, mm-hmm. one of my personal faves. But um, and Pulp Fiction, yeah, and Pulp Fiction, fucking classics. Mm-hmm. But um, he's on the train, and we're getting all the shorthand like just bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. Marriage is on the rocks because uh, this chick shows up. She's trying to put her stuff in the overhead compartment of the train. We see a little reverse tramp stamp on the belly, and it's like oh. It's nasty time, and he slides off that ring, so you know there's trouble in paradise. He tries to lay down the game. It seems to be going well, but David Dunn is uh, not typical Bruce Willis. Not, I mean, he's swagged out because he's right. Bruce Willis at all times, but this is a frumpy, uh, sad Bruce Willis. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> he's, he's very frumped up, very, very depressing. He takes off the ring like he's going to fucking, you know, pull some shit. Game... Not strong. He gets curbed immediately because she's married and she's faithful, and she shuts right. him the fuck down. So it's awkward. And then, like, there was a little cute baby sitting in front of him. She sees the whole thing. Judgment all around. 
Nobody's feeling good. Nobody's feeling good to the point where God is like, I got to derail this train. He's <laughs> like, don't worry. Don't worry. No one's going to remember this. I'm going to erase this whole thing. Horrific train crash. And we don't know because it probably didn't have the budget. We cut to probably one of my favorite shots because I didn't catch it the first time. But you have like in the in the foreground, like somebody breathing, right? Mm-hmm. And the doctor, like one thing that is slightly annoying, but I feel like it only works for this movie because like uh, our main character is depressed. But everybody's real like muted and monotone when they talk. It's weird. Mm. Like some of his movies do that though. Like everybody's kind of like, yeah, well, this is what it is. You ever notice that? That is kind of weird. Not and it's in all of his movies. Yeah, everyone's kind of like, like oddly sedated. Like it was also like the. I also noticed this is like the one Samuel L. Jackson movie he's not screaming at somebody. Right. Except for when he fell. But we'll get to that. Right. <laughs> but even that was controlled. But yeah, everyone's real. Like, yeah, mm-hmm, this is just what it is. So like, um, the doctor's trying to talk to David because he's like kind of freaked the fuck out by him at the same time. Because the only other survivor is this foreground stomach that we slowly see, like, bleeding out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, I'm looking at you crazy and talking like this because you're the only survivor of this train. You, I'm sorry, did you say you were in a window seat? <laughs> like, what? <Yeah. laughs> you were in the passenger? Are you, Are you sure you're in the passenger car? Because like, that shit is fucked. Like, I, I, wish he was, I wish Rob Riggle was the doctor. It's like, dude, you should be fucking dead, bro. Like, it's just... <laughs> This guy was sitting across the aisle from you. He's in four pieces. Yeah, his what ass and face was degloved simultaneously. Like he, he's he's done. He's... He found this tramp stamp over here in his body, <laughs> this pile of bodies. I don't even know where it goes. There was a man we found with his ass in his pockets. <laughs> like, how are you okay? <clears throat> when he leaves, we get even more like real quick like. If you're dumb, you won't catch it. Um, like shorthand that his marriage is fucked because this dude literally had a miracle moment. Son is all about it. Oh my god, dad's alive because he, you know, he found out like they all see on the news that uh, daddy's train got fucked, and uh, son goes to hug him. Wife comes. This is a weird like. Mm. Yeah, it's like <laughs> some peeps game, and he's like, hold hands. And you're it, still here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get the easy way out, huh? Here we go. Could have been a widow. No, like, could bought a veil and stuff. She, she. I mean, you already know. She already had a guy set up to. Women have plans, man. They be planning it out. But, Damn. Uh, <laughs> but I put in my, uh, I put in my notes. Uh, it was like a walk of shame slash survivor's guilt kind of thing mm-hmm. going because like all the families were staring at him as he got to see his family and nobody else walked out that fucking room because they are all powdered dust i don't know if they were just upset or if they were in just in awe of like if the, the sheer carnage of what just happened and the one guy who walked out of it i don't know man i feel like um i feel like they're kind of salty because like when you think about him and his career and then when they go to funeral time and they talk about everyone else who died oh the- yeah it's like this man was gonna cure cancer. This woman had helped twenty-three children learn how to read. The only survivor was this security guard. <laughs> Did nothing with his life. Jesse Johnson, creator of the <laughs> the flashlight. 
May and God like, rest your soul. Like, no! Did he really, <laughs> did the priest really have to read out 131 names? Yes. Do you think he might have got bored? Because <laughs> he always followed it with, may, may God, I feel like him following it with, may God rest your soul is a little, yeah. uh, that's like, come on, bro. It went from a funeral to like a graduation. That's exactly what it was. Graduate into the grave. The black family cried the loudest. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Woo! Uh, what the fuck was that? And then people just look at him like, "This is a funeral, by the way." Can you just please you know. hold your whales for the end of the funeral. <laughs> Moving on. So. When David gets to the parking lot, there's a little weird note lined in purple. Honestly, today was the day where I realized, oh, fuck, that's Samuel Jackson's favorite color, purple. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, his... The doy. So, Samuel Jackson's color is purple, but David is blue. What I noticed is... Green. It's actually green. It's a weird It's a weird green, but it's green. It's blue. I know. Okay. I know. Trust me, I know. Because I was looking at it, it looks really blue, but it's, it's, actually, it's supposed to be green. It's supposed okay. to be green. It's supposed to be green because it looks blue. All right. No, no, no. I don't, dude. I'm sorry. I, I feel like an asshole when I did that. I was like, ah, it's, just, it's blue. It's fine. Fine, whatever. Green. Looks green. It's a blue. green. green I've ever seen. <laughs> Fuck off. It's, 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 honestly, I blame the filters for that because it's like super sad muted shit. Maybe that's what it is. Leave me alone. Anyway. So the note says, have you ever been sick? And it kind of fucks with David's head, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like asking, like, hold on. Uh, goes to his job and he acts and like he has like one of the greatest boss in the world because he just like took it upon himself to give him a raise, honestly, out of guilt. Yeah, He could have just answered the question and then be like, why? Why do, why do you ask? Right. Every other boss yeah. would. And then, and then if he asked a raise, he'd be like, so, I mean, you're supposed to come to work every day. We're talking about, bye. I'll give you a- you want a 20, cookie? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a 20 cent raise. Fuck off. Like- <laughs> 20 cent raise. He tries to ask his wife. His wife don't remember his shit. She's like, oh, I don't fucking know. I mean, she doesn't care about him right now at this point in time. So it was like the wrong person to ask. Can you think back in our relationship? I don't want to. Right? Can't remember. Think, think back at all the times I've ever been sick. Think all the, like from the first time I came inside of you to the last time, and then and then just filter all the other stuff out. Has it ever? Had I ever been sick? And you know what's funny? If, if their marriage was on the rocks, and I asked anybody that shit, like they'll take it another way. Like the fuck, you, what's wrong with you? What did you do? Yeah. What did you do? Did I catch something? Exactly. I touched that shit. Do I have that shit? What's wrong Did with you? Did you give me something? But no, nah, none of that happens. <laughs> we cut to a really good flashback because uh, I love the relationship between Elijah and his mom. It is nice. But it's so funny how, like, they try to, like, <laughs> the lady who plays Elijah's mom is actually, like, five years younger than Samuel Jackson himself. <laughs> and, like, it, it's only funny to me because it's just, like, a black don't crack policy. So it's, like, whatever. Because, like, I guarantee you, I didn't even look her up. I guarantee you she looks exactly the same. <laughs> didn't they use her in glass? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. And I was like, I'm sure she looks, I'm no, but she had makeup on. She had old lady makeup on. Yeah. 
So they probably like they're like, okay, now we gotta put makeup on her. Like we don't. Yeah, but she's. Now gotta, it's been it's been eighteen years. I know, but we gotta put old lady makeup on her. She looks the same, but we can't. She hasn't changed. She hasn't aged a day. No one will buy this. That time is. Bruce passed. Willis definitely looks like he's eighty-seven years old, and this woman hasn't aged a day. Bro, that's it. It's gonna work. Bruce is like he's been through some shit. I'm I'm curious. I feel like that's why it's it's gonna be disappointing because Bruce Bruce. Anyway, I don't anyway. want to speculate. I'm gonna get sad. We'll. we'll just prepare for a Patreon pour up about me lamenting my sadness about the glass. That's fine. <sighs> Not this week. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I got to get mad about another movie. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But, um, yeah, dude, like his mom leaves him a comic book outside because he's afraid to go outside because, you know, everything hurts. Oh. Everything could kill him. <laughs> there was a deleted or scene of him, him like trying to just go to the teacup ride, and he got fucked. Oh yeah, I think I did see those special features. Like, yeah, bro, super sad. Super the teacups, the most whatever ride, and he tried to shield himself with fucking stuffed animals, and he got riggedy rack rocked. Depressing. But um, God, I'm glad they cut that out of the theatrical cut. That's too much to take in, man. So like, he um goes outside, he gets a comic book, right? Mm-hmm. And I love how uh, they do like a weird call, like a foreshadowing callback to what the mom will say later in the movie. When he sees the uh, comic book, right? Mm-hmm. It's upside down. And when he tries to spin it so you can see it correctly, it's still upside down. And I feel like that was a call to like, it's like, well, it will be a callback when she, you go back to the end of the movie where she's like helping him make sales. And she says that the villain has a different skew as far as his perception on how the world works. Right. And I felt like that was a weird callback to it. What I also think is kind of cool, even though I'm going to be totally bummed out later, um, the comic book shows a hero fighting a beast-like creature. The soldier villain. Mm-hmm. Who's the beast? Oh. 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 Ain't going to matter in a couple weeks. So... <laughs> That's why I'm mad, dude. I'm so mad because I want to put the pieces together. But that's what happens, man. We have a movie like 18 years in the fucking ma- anyway. Moving on, moving on, moving on. <sighs> it's like, it's gonna really be. A- I'm gonna be struggling, bro. I'm struggling, struggling. So, um, he gets the he gets the comic book, and it sparks, you know, his uh, his love for comic books because she bought him a ton, and he has to go outside to get him and earn them. Right, black parent. So a black parent still got a black parent. It's like, I got you a bunch of shit, but you got to fight for it. <laughs> you got to fight for it. <laughs> you got to survive. So we cut to him in a reflection of a uh, of a portrait of the exact same picture, but the actual drawing of it, the actual right. sketch. And um, I love, like, M. Knight puts it out there for you, man. Whether you hate his movies or not, even People the worst are assholes. Movies, huh? <laughs> That people are assholes? No, 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 no. Yes, yes, but no. <laughs> like, he'll he'll throw the theme out, he- like, heavy-handedly. He'll throw the theme out of the movie. Mm. So you can just shut up. Because I remember uh, I seen Lady in the Water. I only put up with it because he let me know that there was going to be, like, a goofy fairy tale. He, told, he tells you in the movie. Even the happening, he, he kind of says, like, sometimes you just can't explain shit. But he did and fucked up and told you it was the trees. He shouldn't have said it was the trees. Yeah, he should have left it like Bird Box and just like, I don't know what the fuck that was. 
<laughs> um, but usually he'll 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 kind of have the theme just in the air, like so. Like if you if you make it to a second watch, you'll find out. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he was saying like how before it gets to the comic, they're a lot more realistic. That's why I like this particular drawing because the characters aren't over exaggerated once they get to the market. Like this right. is them. At their less exaggerated form. I was like, ah, <laughs> okay. I got you. I got you. So this dipshit was going to buy this thing for a four-year-old child. Like, back in 2000, I was like, oh, that's kind of mean, Elijah. Why are you getting mad at this guy? <laughs> Me as a 35-year-old jaded adult. I'm like, yeah, how dare you? How dare you buy that for Jeb? Fuck that kid. Four years old, you're going to get him a limited edition sketch of a fucking thing? He doesn't even understand what he's looking at? That's stupid. That is dumb. That Why is the hell would you buy dumb. that for a four-year-old? But at the same time, if you just want the money, who gives a fuck? That was the other thing about it, too. I was thinking, like, well, if you're trying to make a sale, then your next move is just, like, whatever. <laughs> but he, I mean, but real talk, I think Elijah Price is, like, mad rich anyway. Because he has he has to have had it. Like a, if he has to sell comics and he has a like, cool jacket and that, that uh, egg carton car that he has. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that car was pimp. I mean, come on. He's got to have some kind of money. Also, disability checks on top of this. So he's like, he had he has a, he has a black man's worth ethic plus mm-hmm. disability checks. He's unstoppable. <laughs> he's fully funded. <laughs> it's like white privilege. Ugh, but he had to is. break all his bones to get it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, yeah, real quick. It's a terrible superpower. I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. So it's, sorry, everyone, for the racial allegories, but they're, they're, it's coming. Just <laughs> suck it. All right. Are you ready for me to like make his haircut immediately cool and shut it down forever? Yes. All right. So obviously, who whose hair whose haircut is that? I don't know. Yep. Is, is it nuts? Go ahead. Whose haircut? Like who 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 does that remind you of? Any famous figure? Don't don't do this to me, Randy. Hang on. Oh my God. I don't know. Frederick wanna... Douglass. Oh, Frederick. Okay. You were thinking like a current person because you man, we about to scrap. I was. Oh, okay. I no, thought no, I was. No, 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 I no. thought it was like. I thought you were talking like he looked like an actual villain from a comic book. Sorry, I, I should have said historical figure. I apologize. It was too broad. So, like, Frederick... who does he look like? What's his haircut look like? Okay. First thing came to mind for me was Frederick Douglass. I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. I was thinking of Buckwheat for a second. (laughs) I'll allow it. Um, So, Frederick Douglass, right? Right. Think about his last name. Douglass. Take out the D-O-U. Glass. There we have it. Moving on. Mm -hmm. There's so much of it, bro, and it makes me... I'm just getting madder and madder now that the movie is worse and worse. But um, he gets a visit from David. Mm-hmm. David brings his son unwisely to this rando guy. He probably had no choice. Maybe he Googled it. Google wasn't where where it is now. You could still look up locations though. Yeah, two thousand. He's like comic book place. This should be cool. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Then he had a map quest how to get there. Hey, map quest it out. Son, yeah, he, he needed his son to hold the paper so he could read out the instructions. That was the GPS. <laughs> yeah. Which way? He Left. A, okay. He needed a navigator. They kind of like, you know, like immediately, like no pleasantries. Like, you know, Elijah's like kind of giving him the third degree, right? 
because he's still pissed about this dude who tried to buy a work, a piece of artwork to a four year old, to a toddler. So like he's um he's asking the more qualifying questions, trying to like you know get to this weird theory of his, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you know, you ever been hurt? And the kid is like kind of answering like all the negative stuff. The kid's jumping in and saying the stuff. Right. And you could tell something's wrong because, but then again, like David is perpetually sad throughout this entire movie. And uh, he's talking about how, like, oh, well, he got hurt in a car accident once and he couldn't play football anymore. And like the dad kind of like did like the slow head turn. And I'm like, oh, that's a thing. And he's like, oh, that puts a hole in it. But he's like, you remember being sick? He's like, I'm kind of sure. And he's like, kind of sure ain't shit, motherfucker. Like, how sure? 75%. That's not very good. <laughs> if it was any other movie, that ain't sure at all, motherfucker. But we, but it's, it's, a, yeah. it's M. Night. It's M. Night's, it's M. Night Samuel L. Jackson. So we get a nice muted. Interesting. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I kind of like, I kind of like muted Sam Jack. Cause it's like, oh man, give him an Oscar. Right. <laughs> the trade federation is like, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you know what? Now that you said that, I take it back. Right? Uh, Muted Samuel doesn't work in all things. That's neutered Samuel, though. That's different. Had he had he gone crazy like, Motherfucker, Anakin, you ain't gonna be no damn master! <laughs> my, my motherfucking head! <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> you have betrayed the Jedi Order! <laughs> You gonna let this old motherfucker tell you what to do? Like, just, <laughs> oh, Mr. Burns over. Anyway, moving on. Um, that movie would have made a billion dollars. <laughs> just it would have made up for some of it. Um, so yeah, 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 I like how he told he told his son. Like once he fully explained what he was thinking, right? The superheroes are real. He's like, stop drinking that water. <laughs> throw it in the trash. Yeah, throw it in the trash. Don't even, don't pour it in the sink. Don't recycle that shit. Get rid of it. We just got Cosby. We got to go. <laughs> we gots to go. <laughs> His kid is like just freaking out. I guess it's just happy to have him in the house. And, you know, the kid realizes how close he had to not having a dad anymore right. and living with this lackluster mom. And this Because <laughs> she don't do shit. She could have been Julianne Moore, too. And I'm really mad about that. Oh, that would have been. I would have. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing. I'm not against, you know, whatever Robin Wright Penn, whatever her they call her. Dude, if this lady no. would have walked in, into my house right now, I would not have recognized. Her. I, I don't know. I don't. Remember, I still don't remember what she looks like, at all. Yeah. Just saying. Moving I, on. I mean, I remember. I she was more interesting in House of Cards than she is in this movie. So that's what I'm saying. But who the, who the fuck is she in House of Cards? She's the blonde woman. She's the she's Kevin the, Spacey's wife. She's the main character now. What? Yeah, same person. Wow, man, fuck. So like, she, she comes again. to the, like, yeah, <laughs> white lady blindness. <laughs> like I said, my only weakness. <laughs> it's really my only weakness. It really is. You you put three white women in, in a fucking tank and do a three card Monty and I have to save the one that's not like a fucking assassin. It's over, dude. It's over. Which one's the killer, Brendan? I don't know. Which one? You will never figure it out in my spin wheel of death. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never, I won't do I really won't. Yeah. You know what's funny? <laughs> I can't identify them. That's my weakness. But the fact that they exist is your weakness. 
they would just drop me in a pool of white women and be like, no, no, losing strength. Ah, can't reach my power belt to take it off. imagine you in a ball pit of Miley Cyrus's and you just can't get your shit together. Ah, get off me, you skinny skank. You know the you know the cool one with the with the Jordan uh, jersey, that one, the one when she was like when she was tempted by black magic. Stop <laughs> it. No. No. <laughs> what the fuck? Where are we? Where are we in this so movie right she now? She comes up and she's okay. like, hey, listen. I know you almost died. So, is there any way we could, like, try and make this thing work again? Because, you know, it was weird that you almost died. Right. And I thought, if you had died, then I'd be alone with the kid forever. And that terrified the fuck out of me. So, <laughs> that's technically... so let's try. if you want to ask me out, that's cool. And I'm like, what I mean... the fuck kind of weird ass let's get back together speech was that? Look, man. First of all they were talking to each other because like they were so broken the fact that they even having a conversation at all is something because they're like in mm. two not only are they in two different rooms they're on like different floors like they are like right what happened like <laughs> it's just not a good it's seriously not a good like what happened to have this giant rift like and and, that, and that's actually a mystery but you know what you know you know what i thought was really interesting though was the fact that um there were possible holes in um and the logic of him possibly not being special did bother David. Right. I did like that. I also like how when the wife was like, uh, like just, you know, whatever you say, I won't have a reaction. I'll be fine. No matter what you say, I will not react. And then he's, like, she asked him a question. Like, did you cheat? It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It was so kind of a reaction if you want to go with that, but okay. Right, so um, Elijah shows up at David's job because mm-hmm. he got his interest was piqued because he asked him what his profession was, and he said that he's a um, you know he's a security guard. So that piqued that piqued Elijah's interest. So Elijah shows up at the job, and, you know he shows up like he does villain shit the whole movie. Like you don't think about it, but like you show up with like a fake ticket, and he's like, he'll know why I'm here. You know what I mean? Like what? Yeah, <laughs> just buy the ticket and look for him. He says he knows you. No, he did this on purpose because, like, yeah, he gets picked up by security right away. Yeah, and he's, like, rich as fuck. He can afford a ticket. You don't need to. You don't have like, a scalp. <laughs> unless, unless you know, his like, like the way his mom raised him, he just had a flashback. He's like, yeah, I got I to gotta right. go scalp some tickets. Maybe. <laughs> I'll allow it. But um, Don't buy anything. You steal it all. You steal everything, baby. You earn it. But, um... <laughs> and she... Well, no, no, I think I was like, why, why does she talk like that? But I forgot she was, she grew up in that era. Um, yeah. But she just looks like she's 12. Moving on. Um, so, like, with all these more, like, he's doing more qualifying questions, trying to figure shit out, right? Mm-hmm. And they're walking and he bumps into a guy, um, David Dunn does. And he yeah. has, like, like, the music just stops. All the sound, everything stops. And he has, like, this look. And it's dope ass Bruce Willis. I'm about to do some action shit look. I was like, ooh, what's happening? And like Elijah's doing the same thing. Like, what the fuck was that? Right. <laughs> and he tells the guy in the line to do pat downs. And um, 
He's like, yeah, well, I think this guy might have something. And if he does, he'll get out of line. And he did. And it's like, oh, snap. And Elijah's like, yo, what the, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know. I just I just had a, I, I think I saw something. Like, he might have had a weapon. Like, you think he had, like, a knife? No. I saw a gun. I saw a gun with, a silver gun with a black handle. And he's like, that's really specific. Right. How did, <laughs> it's like, okay. And Elijah's like, dude, like, so it's like, is this a gut feeling? Like, you ever try to hone this shit? You ever try to, like, figure that part out? Because this might be, like, an ability. And he's like, all right, shut the fuck up. Like, like, now you're just talking nonsense out your asshole. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> super strength and, you know, invisibility and flight, these are all enhanced things when it could all just come from being, you know, insightful, being aware of your surroundings or instinct, just seeing things, your heightened senses. And he's like, nah, I'm still not buying it. Right. And he just bounces, he just leaves. So um he <laughs> Elijah's in his I mean, this is a pimp ass car. Let's not even it let's, is. this car. Good this, lord. This car is like if somebody had made a really nice, like one of those old timey cars and then filled the inside with bubble wrap. Pretty much. But with black bubble wrap. But like sensual leather bubble wrap. Like it, it it's still sexy as fuck. This is a sexy ride. Like I know it's supposed to be like the you know the handy mobile, but come on now, this is this is for having a, <laughs> a detrimental. Because bad guys always seem to have the best toys. That's true. That should have been the giveaway. You're right. I should have realized that it's there should have been no toy. As soon as I saw that whip, I thought, nope, evil, evil. Bad guys have the best toys. It's a dope car. <laughs> it's, it's a dope, dope car. car. It looks so comfy. Oh, I was sleeping that. I was just. I would resume oh, yeah. drinking and just sleep in the car. It's like, <laughs> Jesus. Just go on road trips all the time. All the time. I got to have a spotter, though. I got to have, like, an assistant to make sure I don't fall asleep in that whip. It just look comfortable. But um, nah, Have someone else drive for you. Just, like, I'm just in the back. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. But then I'll, like, ruin the, the car with snacks. I'll have snacks everywhere. Any, anyway, it's neither here nor there. You're a villain. You can do that. That's a good point. <laughs> Clean my car. Beat him with my glass cane. When I was a little boy. <laughs> I w- <laughs> I'm mad he's not in this show. Um, God, they would have got along swimmingly. Uh, anyway. Oh, that would have been. Oh, man. Now I'm real sad. Moving on. <laughs> I just depressed more. I'm just yeah, like I'm I'm enjoying I'm enjoying reliving this movie, but I'm also getting mad for what I'm about to see. <laughs> anyway, it's gonna be fine. I hope so. So speaking of pursuing things that you can't obtain, um, he sees the gentleman that may possibly have this particular gun that David described, and he's right. trying to like stop him to ask him a question, but this dude is carrying a legal weapon haphazardly, so he continues to walk fast. And then right. we see our boy's kryptonite, Mr. Glasses. I'm sorry, uh, Elijah's kryptonite. A motherfucking mm-hmm. flight of stairs. Yeah. Ugh. I don't understand. Like, I guess in my brain there was a stupid thing. Like, why does he just, like, slide down the rail? It would have been the I mean, exact same effect. It would, it would have, have had the same effect, but at you would have got the exact same Bandersnatch cutscene of him falling down the stairs. It would not. Yeah. Be, it would, that is that's a non-negotiable. 
That is a non-choice. You're eating them stairs, bro. Or you're going to eat them. Or or you just plank on the ground when you. <laughs> it's a... Yeah, I think like if he had made it all the way down, at least he would have got at least one busted ankle no. for sure. Bro, oh, he, no, dude, he's not. At the speed he would be going, like three flights of stairs straight down. Nah, dude, he'd be on MTV uh, ridiculousness. Yeah, he'd be like, we call this one a scorpion, but it's a scorpion deluxe because his feet go over his head and touch the ground. <laughs> <laughs> touch the back of his own skull. <laughs> We call that one the cinnamon roll. <laughs> He's just fucked up. So, uh, yeah, he 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 gets fucked all the way up. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Kudos to the stunt man because that looked like that looked like everything broke. And he's laid upside down, just crying. But then he sees it. He sees the goddamn gun, and it was all worth it. <laughs> I guess. Jesus, it was glorious. So we get this cool scene, man. Mm. You know, um, I get in my feelings now, like having a son and just like seeing a, a son just love his the shit out of his dad. Got emotional a little, but um, he fucking like you know his dad's gonna go work out and he's like, oh fuck that, I'm gonna go do that because he's playing ball, and um, is it's another hint, another clue. He mm-hmm. freaked out. He's like, your mama lose her shit if she sees you playing football. Yeah, that was weird. Like I don't, I, oh, cause she she explains later why she hates yeah, football. She detests football, and and even when um he was like trying to mac to that uh, uh chick, he finds out that she was a uh, sports um agent. Yeah, and she asked him if he played ball. He he didn't even, he lied. He just said no. No. So it's all Not interesting. Really. It's all interesting, right? So he's lifting weights. He's talking to his son. And uh, his son's supposed to be, you know, he. Put, well, I don't know why he put his son in charge of putting the weights on. I guess give him something to do, and do a yeah. little bit of lifting himself, maybe. So he does it, and he kind of struggles, right? Yeah, like the at first, like or he like at first, it's like, whoa, this is a lot, and he, but he gets it up, and it's like, oh, okay, cool, and it's like, how much that you put too much? That's too much, and it's like, oh. Oh, no, 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 it's okay, Dad. I, I can fix it. I can fix it. And then he starts, like, I guess to, just to just to ask questions or keep the conversation going, he asked him if he could beat Bruce Lee. Yeah. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, no, no one can beat Bruce Lee. Never. <laughs> Bruce Lee was training to fight shadow demons. Like, he, he, he Bruce was... Lee had his own problems. He had a curse to deal with. <laughs> yeah, he literally, literally was trying to train to karate fight fate. <laughs> So the answer's always no. So the answer's always no. Always. So he, so without like without any like he just gets underneath it again and he I don't know if he's just doing one rep maxes because like I don't know to me I I do like sets of ten and stuff like that so because I'm not trying to get stronger I'm just trying to get not fat so <laughs> so he does his like one rep max and he pulls it back and he's like oh, how much did you take off. And the kids are like, uh, I didn't. I I added some more. Right. Like what? <laughs> and it's like two seventy, and he's like, I've never done that before. Back in my mind, I'm like, you play football, dude? What the fuck? Well, he was like a quarterback, I think. Right? Right. You're right. Not, you're right. Not known for their strength. He's not athletic. <laughs> he's cerebral. You're right. My right. bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so it gets to the point where. It's all the weights, 
plus four paint cans, and he can lift it all. And right. it's pretty amazing. It's like 350 pounds. And he's never done that much, ever. He's shocked by it. There's a deleted scene. I'm glad to cut it out because it's like, we got to see what's his, what's his true max. He goes to the gym, a little football gym and shit, and he does 500 total. Was it a leg press or was it like another bench? Another bench. Okay. So it was repetitive, so they cut it out. But yeah, he he, he <laughs> his max, his true max, uh, undocumented is a uh, 500 pounds. Really impressive for for a man that's like middle aged. Yeah, that's that who, guy, who looks like Bruce Willis, out. right? Though who looks like Bruce Bruce Willis with frumpy clothes because he was in fair shape, right? Better shape than me, possibly. Yeah, maybe. Probably even. Nah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so Elijah now is kind of pushing it because um. So my my question in this part, did he know that he was gonna snap himself in half, and he set this up, or was it just I'm I'm going to take everything I can, even this injury, and use it to my advantage? I think I think after he got injured, he decided to use it to his advantage. Okay. I feel like he already done his homework on David Dunn because he was able to, number one, find him. Number two, know what kind of car he drives. So he probably has other information on top of that. Right. Okay, you're right. It wasn't even like a Facebook at this time. So he did all this old school. Old school. But he had like three computer screens. So he's like high tech. Mm. (laughs) Because the more more screens you have, the more powerful you are as a uh, tech genius. That's what they showed (laughs) me in Swordfish. That guy... Hugh Jackman had like 30 screens. Yeah, 30 screens. And they were like, yeah. uh, and they were more than just like left to right. They were up, down, and around. That's right. And he played cool music when he worked. So he's like a savant. Anyway. And you got to watch Halle Berry's titties. We all did. We all got to win, bro. The true hacking power. No. <laughs> that's that's literally the only reason Soulfish got money. You realize that, right? Yeah. She went on like talk shows, like, I showed my titties. And we're like, Say no more. What? <laughs> Say no more. Guess we're going to see a movie. Goddamn right. <laughs> I was like, Honey, get in the car. Sold. <laughs> Bring the kids. I don't give a fuck. Let them see greatness. Anyway, it's like the Super Bowl of titties at that time. Until the actual Super Bowl of titties happened with Janet Jackson. I was, I'm a pig. Moving on. So he... <laughs> So Elijah finds out more information about basically how uh, Audrey, David's mm-hmm. wife, detests violence to the level where she don't she can't even let this man live and do the football stuff because it's too violent. Even though he's a quarterback, right? Because quarterbacks just throw balls. Well, I mean, and they still like yeah. They get it's hit. not like he was like a defensive end or anything. Like right? That. If he was like a middle linebacker or some shit, fine, fine. Because his job is to destroy. He just he just. Makes cool passes. Like, you don't think that Peyton Manning's a violent motherfucker? No. Just OJ. I mean, I mean Michael Vick is probably, but... I mean, but not to people. <laughs> <laughs> He's a running back. That's different. No, so he finds out that she doesn't like it. So, like, the accident, the car accident that they had together, uh, miraculously, he wasn't able to play anymore. But he was amazing at, at, at what he did, Right. Right. And we even get like for you know um, little, little snippets of what happened because he he still has the news clippings of the car accident and then like it's kind of funny how he looked at he like I, I feel him on that you have the clipping of the of the car accident and then you have the clipping of the train and it's like how am I the sole survivor of a train but I got injured in a car 
I feel like at that moment, you'll be asking yourself that question over and over again until you get some like actual proof. So, at this point, David's trying to like hone his ability. Now it's kind of in his head. It's like it's like the the prophecy is is slowly getting fulfilled because he's like, he's starting to realize something is wrong. But at the same time, he's drawn to do it because mm-hmm. he's so depressed because he's like not found a true purpose in life. And this is where I found this is where I identified with him. And I also I can't swim for shit. So like I was. Young Brandon was like identifying with David Dunn because like well, I never broke a bone, and I can't swim for shit, and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in life, and yeah. I'm mad, sad all the time. So I was like, I felt him, I felt him. I knew I wasn't super powerful. I, I knew I, my, my bench, my bench press game is trash. So I knew that I do that. I ruled that out. I mean, I I at least did. I wasn't three fifty, but I know I did three hundred once. So <laughs> like I I did two fifty, and I was like, thanks guys, it was, it's been real. And uh, <laughs> I'm good, y'all. I'm done. He tries to hone his ability, right? And right. He, and he bumps into M. Night Shyamalan. There's our cameo. You got like the anime glasses. You notice that? Where you can't see his mm-hmm. eyes? And he sees a flash of him like basically getting drugs out of a dumpster. I don't understand how why that didn't work or like what happened with that. No, because his ability shows like your past deeds, not current. Ah, so that's what he learned, and like him, randomly checking a Middle Easterner guy wasn't that serious. Technically, it was dickish, but not racist because this is pre nine eleven. Oh yeah, I was like, man, it's, they wouldn't have this scene. <laughs> it's like they would have just called the cops just to be safe. Right. Oh, it'd have been a fucking yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even him going in the trash. You're right. Yes, yeah, it's a big, yep. big, big fucking to do. Times have fucking changed. I like his. I like, hope you catch the guy. He's like, the fuck, you're guilty. We you mean the guy. No, you're the it's guy. Just, just something you say because, like, I hope you catch the guy. Yeah, because you ain't gonna catch me. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I never, I, I didn't know that was him until later. But I always hated, always hated him. And my shaman. No, like. The act, uh, M. Night Shyamalan, the actor. I was like, oh, dude, you so wooden. And then yeah. I found out it was him. And I was like, oh. He just wanted really everyone wish, to act wooden. I really wish he would stop. Could you like, imagine if he directed a movie with um, Natalie Portman and Nicole Kidman at the same time? And, and Amber Heard. Woo. Just like a just like a big box of wooden. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm in a forest of all this wood. It'll be called Crate and Barrel. <laughs> Can't see the forest for the trees. <laughs> that's a good one. That's that's the better title. Forest for the trees, and like have a bunch of like those stupid golden words on the bottom, like uh, the awards. It would be it would be a movie about people being sad. It'd be about a sad lesbian for <laughs> two and a half hours. <laughs> we already saw that movie, bro. Um. But then there'll be a twist at the end. She was never a lesbian. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Sucking mad dick in the back of the high hop. Like, <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> I can't stop. It's so good. <laughs> side by side with Harriet Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> it's Frederick Douglass from the... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass slides in there. I was Frederick Dulles the whole time. Dulles the whole time. I, I created time travel. All right, y'all. Let's go to the end. Then there were four episodes with Saquon Jones. It's a callback, I promise. 
Um. <laughs> anyway, we get this real crazy this part man. where um, like uh, he sneaks into the, like the train wreckage, right? Oh, well, what about the the kryptonite? Oh, okay. Go ahead, talk about that. Okay, so the right after the Shyamalan cameo, Dunn gets a call, and his kid was in a fight. The kid, the kid looks up to this this guy, to his dad, as first as a football god, and so he wants to play football. Then he, then this weird Frederick Douglass looking guy with a blue suit and a comic book collection tells him that his dad might be a superhero, mm-hmm. and it's like, so now he wants to emulate becoming, trying to be a hero. He wants to right wrongs and fight injustice. So. He literally gets beat up by a bunch of kids because they were picking on someone else, and you can't do that. You can't let, you know, the innocent get hurt, right? That's one of your codes. It's super right, important Dad? that it's a Chinese kid, though. You need you need to understand that. It's super. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but in, like, apparently they're going. They've lived in this small oh, town wait, forever. Wait, wait. Super important to, to to highlight that she's the Chinese girl, but don't put like the right race of people in the avatar. That's for you. You're welcome. That, yeah. Move it on. It, I mean, whatever. I'm I'm I'm, I'm past it, you know, because whatever. I'm sorry. Past it. <laughs> fucking. I mean, how hard is it to get some fucking? <laughs> Go ahead, dude. I'm sorry. I, I can't help it. I couldn't help it. Fucking. Oh my god. And I never mind. I want you to be as mad as I am right now for what no! we the tomorrow. It was, Fucking, I loved Avatar. God, every episode, and there's like six in those fucking episodes that make me cry every time I watch Whoa. them. Huh? Yes. Oh. Anyway, uh, fuck. So this this school they've been going to apparently, uh, David's been going. He went there too, and and this old teacher, because you know that's what you do when you're a teacher. You work for eighty years, and. She's like, you don't remember me. I used to have red hair until I teach 400 students, and now it's white. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you you used to come here, and there was a big incident. You were on the bottom of that pool five for over minutes. five minutes. And when we pulled you out, we all thought you were dead. And... What David gets out of this conversation is not the fact that he survived without oxygen longer than most human beings. He found, he realized that he he did get hurt. He got pneumonia when he went to the hospital. He almost drowned in water. And it's like, but you survived. Right. <laughs> you slept like a rock on the fucking floor of a pool. <laughs> like you. But nope. So we're done. Just told his kid, no, I'm not a hero. I am Elijah's wrong. I'm I'm nobody. I'm just a man. I'm just a regular dude. And there's nothing that can change that. The kid doesn't buy it at all. So apparently there's a gun in the house. So he pulls a gun in the house. And the kid, Joseph, Joseph pulls a gun on David. And it's like, don't worry. I know we can't hurt you. It's just going to bounce off you. And you'll, you'll see. You'll see that you're a hero. You'll see. I love how David tries to be like, he has a certain like uh, mode of like, listen, first it's the calm. Like, put the gun down. We could talk about this. Just put right. the gun down. We could talk about this. And then it's like, you're right. If you shoot at me, 
I'm, it's just going to bounce off, and then I'm going to divorce your mom. I'm going <laughs> to leave, and I'm going to divorce your mom. He's desperate, bro. He's really fucking what? desperate. Like, he has to fucking, like, because nothing is working. And, um, nothing is working. It's like, I thought we, and then he's like, I thought we were friends. I thought we were friends, right? And, like, come on, tell him, Audrey. That's right. You don't shoot your friends. He's like, thanks. Thanks, dear. Uh, <laughs> thanks for chiming thanks for in. Backup. I am going to divorce your ass. <laughs> I survived this. I don't know if I get out of this. We're fucking done. So then he pulls the nuclear weapon, the, the, the coup de gras of every white mother on the planet. He starts the countdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has no choice. It works, thank no God. He has no choice. The la- it's the nuclear option. There's no choice. Right. And so Joseph puts the gun down, and they all just kind of collapse on the floor. That's what you do. That's what you do when, when there's a gun pulled, when there's potential patricide in, in a fucking kitchen. I think everybody tends to slide down the wall at the end of it because it's kind of real. I think we're done, Did bro. you know that was a, there is an urban legend that um, the I think George Sears, right? Isn't that the OG Superman, the one that drunk? The drink George Reeves? George Reeves. Um, there's an urban legend that a kid pulled a gun on him. I think, yeah. And he had to do the same thing. Like, hey, if it'll bounce off and you'll get hurt somebody else. Yeah, I remember that. I remember hearing about that one. I don't know if it's true or not. I I know it's I know it's a tale, but I don't but think it's he real. Was drunk, he'd be like, "Fucking do it!" <laughs> it definitely wasn't in that Ben Affleck movie. <laughs> Fucking pull! I don't give a fuck. Do it, do piece it, of bitch. shit, you little fuck! Come on, come on, come on you fucker! Kill me! Throws a, a bottle of wild turkey at him, you little bitch! I knew you didn't have the guts to start crying. Why is that a man? I love you, Superman. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so dark. All right, so I couldn't help it. <laughs> I told you I'm in a mood. I'm in a fucking mood. Dark. The last, so the next morning, David goes back to, uh, to Pierce, Elijah, and is just like, listen. My son almost shot me. You need to get away. Stop. I am not a hero. I don't. I don't. I don't fit your theory. And I have been hurt. I almost drowned. I got pneumonia. I was sick for a whole week. There's no way. And this, as much as it devastated Joseph, this breaks Elijah too, to oh, the point yes. where he's like, where he's just like, he's confounded. How did this? He's been planning. He's. How are you not the one? And so he's sitting there brooding in the comic book shop, just like literally brooding about how, how did, the, how did you can almost smell the lean calories burning as he's thinking of why this is working out this way. <laughs> you know what I liked when he went catatonic, um, when the guy was trying to wheel him out, um, a lot of people are saying there are parallels to his attempts like uh, of the major tragedies uh, with each time he crashed his uh, wheelchair on the way out. Three times. Mm. Third time was a charm. Uh, yep. he, he, he slammed one, books fell, slammed again, books fell, slammed the third time, the book that gave him the answer that he needed happened. Uh, plane crash, fire in the building, train, third time, found David. Mm. Yeah, I buy that. 
I don't know. I'm uh, I'm into this movie, but um, I buy that. Oh. He uh, but that, that's where he, that's when he realized, oh snap, bitch, Waters your kryptonite. Left a left a message, right? And uh, it kind of gave David a little bit of hope as well, because David deep down wants wants this. He wants this, and he goes to uh, the wreckage of the train, mm-hmm. and he sees um, like literally how he should be fucking dead. And he had a flashback to the actual crash. So we cut back to uh, what actually fucking happened. Where he got fucking Wolverine thrown from the like vehicle. Like face first, basically. Yeah. And he gets up and he like, you know, uh, strong arms the door open. And it's done in a way. It's done like in a like a, like a Luke Cagey kind of way. Like a nice, calm, not over the top way. Yeah. And, and he does the hero carry and they play the music. But like uh, a guy finds them and he's like... Are you hurt? And he kind of like, uh, sure. <laughs> I guess. Oh. I guess it's normal to be hurt. Oh, my throwing arm. It's ah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know how to have pain, so he's like, uh. But yeah, so like, um, and and, and honestly, that that's the issue. That's the turning point where he. Denied his fate as being an awesome bas- uh, football player, possibly being the greatest football player of all time, um, for love, but it turned into resentment as time passed, and that's why the marriage is fucked essentially because he just got distant as hell because he's detached, and he uh, right always thinks about what could have been, and maybe he kept that gun for his face. I don't know. God, that got dark. Sorry. Seriously, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, one more day. Just gonna spit in the barrel. See what happens. On I guess we're having breakfast. Puts on a Slitterman jacket instead of the instead of the military uniform. Yeah. You gotta find your own reasons to live, bro. Let, let's not. No. Let's not be the. Let's not be the straw. I'm cutting it out. I don't. Yeah. Wanna, I don't want to be the straw. I don't want to be the straw. Um. But anyway. Let's try to wrap this up. Um, so he asked, he asked Elijah, what should he do? And he's like, you need to go where people are. You need to go where real life doesn't fit in boxes that were drawn for it. You need to be surround yourself and the answers will come. And it's like, okay. Oof. And so, so he gets there and he just starts like, just trying to like palm everyone's butts just to see, <laughs> just to see what they're like, their, their past are. Squeezing cheeks. I like Squeezing how it escalated, though. It got like, because it was like, oh, I just, you know, I litter or dumb mm-hmm. shit. And then it I was. Steal a little bit. Right. I stole some stuff. Like, okay. And they got, dude, like, it was a moment where I was like, you might want to go beat that guy up. Because it was a dude that was racist. Oh, go back to Africa guy? Yeah. Oh, he bashes a like, bottle on a black that's person. the one. Yeah. There he is. Get him. I would have been like, nope. Like honestly, that family would have been fucked if it was if it was me. <laughs> I would have never found out about that family. I'd be like, you, <laughs> you. And then, like he let that slide. And then it's you got rape guy. And I was like, whoa! I forgot about that scene. I omitted yeah. that from my brain. That was the worst. And I'd have been like, you. But then he hits jackpot. I guess. Honestly, I would have made like mental notes like you are that guy and you are that guy. But let me find out where this guy lives and this guy lives. They're they're second and third on my list. 
Right. But um, he comes against, like, he gets jackpot because there's a guy who straight up murdered a dude. And it's like, oh, okay, well, that does take precedent, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess. But <laughs> hate crime and rape is it was some close contestants, man. Mm. Close contestants. But there's a dead body, guys, so we got to do something about it. So he follows this dude who's in this orange suit. I also like how when um he goes into... What would you call this this vision? Because it's like it's past transgression. This that, I would call it. I would call it his centurion sight. Ooh, look at you! Look at you! But um, that's actually really good. I'm actually that's actually really good. I'm doubling back. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man. Like he uses the sight on this guy, and like I like oh everyone that he uses it on. Oh yeah, there was a there was a woman um who beats her kid. Forgot to mention that. Yeah, and there's a there's a uh theory that that might be who the guy from split is like his mom that's him so i had another theory about split but we're not there yet so okay (laughs) so oh okay so um he follows the guy right Mm -hmm. and turns out he's still living in that house that he took from this dude and he took their family and there's two kids tied up he's frees Mm -hmm. them thank god and then he finds the mom, and she looks possibly dead. No, she's dead. Okay, fine. I was trying to lead up to it. She's yeah, she's she's, she's out of there. She's out of there. And he looks out the window for some fucking reason. That's that's why honestly, the reason I think she she wasn't dead is because he looked out the window, mm. or, or he thought she wasn't dead, because he looks out the window on the balcony and he gets knocked off that bitch, and he falls, and he lands in what, Randy? Literally a giant vat of his own weakness. <laughs> he falls right into a covered pool. And this is death for me. Like I It's I'll... already <laughs> dangerous for normal people. <laughs> That's it's death. like normal people who fall on like covered pools, they drown sometimes. All the time. Oh yeah. That's that is a rap for me. That's a chicken rap for me, bro. I'm done. I am I will turn into a dead man dumpling right then and there. Right there. That's a rap. There's no way. So I, I panic watching that. I'm like, oh. But luckily, because mm-hmm. he, he did the side quest to save the children first, they, they extend a pole for him to get out, and he rises like a hero. And like, now, okay, go ahead. So now, in the end, because both parents are dead, this girl becomes an orphan. Probably closed off and not very reactive, but still doesn't panic when she gets kidnapped later on. Dude. Dude! (laughs) That's my theory. Dude. Okay, but that would debunk the... No... Are they close to because age? No, he's he's it, older. James McAvoy is old, was older than that girl. I mean, I yeah, but there's no we don't know the literal timeline between the two movies. True. Dude. Man, that whoa, that'd be whoa, that'd be crazy. Okay. That'd be crazy. Fuck. Okay. I gotta calm down because Two out of the three are good. Speculation. <laughs> Wild speculation. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, he goes up there, and like, when you think about it, this wasn't like a spectacular fight scene. No, it's not. But it was the most 
logically sound thing to do if that is your power. Mm-hmm. If you have a decent durability skill to where you can possibly like avoid collisions and shit, but that's all you know, a rear naked choke is a pretty good. It's a pretty good idea. I mean, why not? It's fucking foolproof, I, actually. I don't. I don't understand why Superman doesn't use that all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally, he just grabs the dude by the throat and just squeezes a little bit. He doesn't have to hold him there for like forever, just long enough for them to pass out. Right. And just like, all right, good night. And then he wraps him up, takes him back to jail, whatever. No, dude, he puts Lex him Luther in. would be, yeah, Lex Luthor be unconscious like eight times, like. What happened? Oh, he had uh, brain damage by that time. Your ass out. Yeah, he 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 would have brain damage after the like eighth <laughs> time where he just he's no longer a genius. He's no longer a credible that's genius. Other, that's the other thing I, n- I never got about Batman either. It's like you don't have to kill the Joker, but a paralyzed Joker doesn't do as much damage. Ooh, poetic justice too. Yeah, and it's like, hey, your legs don't work now. Do that shit again. I'm gonna take it up a little higher, and you're not gonna be able to eat, feed yourself. So. He basically breaks his neck. Like he, he puts him in the unbreakable corporate corpor clutch and kills him. I didn't realize he killed him until I was like doing my research and like I read what the paper said. Yeah. So I was like, oh, like he fucking killed him. I like did too. <laughs> yeah, I thought he, I thought he just made him pass out because heroes, but no, he's he kills. No, it's a lanty now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did like this. Uh, it's so crazy because he just like not knowing that he murdered a guy. Now is like yeesh, but he goes home, hangs up the fucking uniform. No, he knows. He knows he murdered because Fair. I didn't know because he I didn't know he, he murdered. Knew. He knew because that's knew. like liquid Viagra, man. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> basically what happened. Because he hangs that's up his happened. he hangs up his poncho. And like Hero lifts his wife to the bedroom, and you know he piped her hard. You know, you know he re- gave it that revitalized. Me, I, I found my purpose in life. Pipe, super enhanced strength pipe. Cause you knew they fucked. Cause like she made breakfast finally. Cause remember when he when he survived that train crash, he didn't have anything cooked for him. He ate cornflakes. The audacity. The audacity. How dare you? Get back in the kitchen. Make a hot pocket at least. Like I, I fucking soul survivor of a huge plane. Oh, come on, train crash. Pop some eggs in a damn toaster. Why don't you? Throw some eggs. Oh, suck. Come on, man. That's dirty, dude. Cornflakes. Grimy. Your second lease on life. The first meal you eat. Cornflakes. Cornflakes. <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. <laughs> Take him to a goddamn sizzler. Anything. Cornflakes. I have, bitch. At the least. Jesus Christ. Sorry, but uh, get him a blizzard, man. <laughs> get a nigga some ice, ice cream. cream. <laughs> fucking parfait. You, glad you survived. <laughs> get him a dollop of yogurt. Here you go, buddy. Like, fuck off. Some grape nuts? Really? That's how you. That's how you. <laughs> that's how you fucking show me love. What is this? Turkey bacon? You. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You goddamn son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah, she made French toast, basically. So I'm saying that the dick was the dick was served. The dick was served here. So um I love this I love this shot where he slides the paper towards the sun, where it shows that he was the hero and he told him he was right. He whispers he whispers it to him and told him to be keep it quiet, right? And I'm like, oh, that's sweet. 
And, um, you know, feeling good and great, David Dunn goes to the yard gallery to, you know, pay a visit to his best buddy, Elijah Price, and tell him what he did, man. Yeah. And uh, he meets his mom. And I already talked about what happened earlier uh, about the callback. And she goes and gets him. And they go in the back to chit-chat, right? Right. And he's like, so it begins. You know, he's all happy. But then he takes, like, a deep sigh. Yeah, I saw this, too. And, it, like, especially after the gun scene, he never shakes that guy's hand. Right. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Ever. And uh, he had a deep sigh. He's like, so I guess this is where we shake hands. So he knew that this is the end for, like, as far as them being cool. Mm-hmm. But he was still happy, though. So he shakes his hand, and we find out that Elijah, not only, because they they alluded these tragedies, the, uh, the, the the hotel burning, the plane crash, yeah. and the train. So there were snakes on the plane, so he blew it up. <laughs> so I couldn't help it. <laughs> couldn't help it. Um, and like, <laughs> it's fucked up, cause like, never underestimate the angry black old man that works in that building for a long time. Seriously, they, 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 they always. I know all the secrets. Secrets. You know he had a bad day. He's out to burn this bitch down and kill every motherfucker in this bitch. There was a fire on floor one, two, or three, right here on this elevator shaft. Everyone in this building be dead. I'm like Jesus, bro. Last time you called me boy, like you already know where that was coming from. You knew, you knew where that was coming from. Somebody tipped him fifty cents. <laughs> They tip him at all. Here's a tip, nigga. Go back to Africa. I'll burn this motherfucker down. Anyway. (laughs) 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 So he's horrified. And he's trying to tell him a speech. And he's like crying because he's so happy. He's like, I found my purpose. I know why I'm here. I didn't do all this for nothing. And David can't hear a fucking thing he's saying because he's like, you murdered you murdered hundreds of people. Hundreds of them. He just, and like, he feels responsible too. It's horrific. It's horrific. And it killed me, man. He's like, you know why? You know why I knew it? As a kid. And like, I feel like this is unnecessary. I didn't like the freeze frame with the title. Mm. I didn't like the title, like the little, little text title card. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all because it broke up the flow of the ending. And the original releases didn't have it. The original release, like the original, like like pre-release, did not have that stupid freeze cut. But I guess it was too open-ended for people, and like test audiences were bitching. I guess. So what did he do? Did he just leave him? Just like he just walked away from this mass murder? Like no, dude. You automatically assume that these things happen, and it and it ruined the last line. They call me Mr. Glass. Smiled. He smiled. Mm-hmm. Fucking glorious. Um, great ending for me, yeah. personally, because that was my that was my first Shyamalan twist. It's a good twist. It's a damn good twist, and it's a damn good comic book movie. Yeah, that was like that's what it got me about. It. It's like he made a fucking comic book movie. It was awesome. And his plan, honestly, like he pl- he planned on making like he wanted to just do a a three act movie, but he got stuck on the first act and just really liked the first act a lot. 
That happens. And he just couldn't get, he couldn't connect with the second and third act. So he's like, fuck it, I'm just going to make a robust first act movie. And it's a great origin story. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, it was the year 2000, bro. Think about it. All we had was X-Men. Yeah. Spider-Man doesn't come out until then a, a little bit later. A year later or some shit. Yeah. So like we didn't we, we don't know like as far as I knew, this is like this is it. Like this is two thousand two. It comes out two years later. Right. So they're like, oh, so we can have good ass stories and do comic book shit. Like that like mother people people yeah. realize like, oh, wait a minute. This is this is kind of a grounded version of a fucking thing. and then Dark Knight happens. Oh six. But yeah. I'm just saying. Like superhero shit rooted with some close to like real life tip. I'm telling you, man, it's a good blueprint. And I feel like a lot of people bit off of this, man. In my humble opinion, no, that's fair. I mean, like I said, there was a time people. I remember an article saying that Sean M Night was going to be the next Spielberg. Like that was the line. I was like, oh uh, damn. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, he he's made some classics. Point. Blue. Yeah, he made some classics. Like I like Devil, the Elevator Joint. Uh, Okay. No, I liked it for for it being a, a bottle a bottle movie. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, and like that one dude who got his head turned backwards, I was fucked off. I don't know how that happened, and I love Michael Pena being that dude. Like, man, this is fucked. Y'all fucking around. This is fucked. This is bad. <laughs> I like this character. And yeah. shout out to Bokeem Woodbine, man. I like I like seeing him in anything. But anyway, that's in the goddamn movie, guys. All right, I enjoyed it. We already know where I'm going with this, so let's just get into the fucking tally, shall we? Mm-hmm. Let's find out how many people died at the hand of Elijah Price. <laughs> Let's get into our body count. That body count. That body count. All right. So I only counted 134. For sure, the train, because we see that. Yeah, everything in the newspaper clippings. Did you add everything? Yeah. Did you add the two parents plus and then the murder? Two parents plus the the murder. Yep. Boom. That's a lot of fucking people. That's a lot. It's a lot, lot of fucking people. count. Yeah, this is unnecessary, folks, but we're gonna get into the nudity. I'm just gonna play the music because that's my homeboy shit. And I appreciate everything he did for us. <laughs> Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just wanna see a little feet. Just show me that boy. Just a little bit of titties. Right now, right now. Ooh, Ladies and gentlemen, not a goddamn thing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Like Bruce Willis didn't take his shirt off. His his costume is literally a poncho that just hides everything. So it's nothing. It's okay. It's good. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Very good. Even his uh, wife, who is still working, which I had no idea. <laughs> it's crazy to me. Here's the real folks. Here's the real question, folks. Uh, who is the uh, shining star? Who is our favorite person in this film? Who is our Joe Grizzly recipient? Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. Random Randy Savage, who is your Joe Grizzly? Mine's going to be Joseph, the kid. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good like, one. Like, he, like, literally wanted to be the Robin to this guy's Batman the whole time. Oh, so bad. So bad. So hard. Like, oh, I could do it. I could do it, Dad. Well, that's funny. On the other side, I will pick uh, um, uh, Mr. Glasses, Robin. That's his mom's. She's my yeah. Joe Grizzly. That's fair. 
because she's so supportive. And, like, I can't wait to see. I, I am looking forward to, like, how she's still an integral part of uh, Glass. I'm very curious. So she's, she's the one giving him, like, cake or something that just counteracts all the antipsychotics they keep giving him. So just like, damn. Yeah. Don't don't say that because that's going to happen. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Sorry. Oh, God. Please, God. <laughs> Look, I... I got you my favorite food. I got you your favorite I just want to know how it's unsatisfying. Like, everyone says it's unsatisfying. I'm really worried. I'm really worried, guys. Like, I I had a heavy heart all episode long because I just wanted to fucking, like, look up the year. And they're like, oh, you're looking for Unbreakable? Did you mean Glass? Like, no, Google. Stop, Google. What are you doing? It's like Google doesn't want me to watch it. No. It's like, you mean Glass, right? No. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Uh, it's final verdict time, folks. Knee pads and slippers. What that means is if we truly love this movie, we'll get a maximum of two knee pads where we fall to the worship position, giving the movie is just due. Or if we hate this movie, we slide on two hater slippers and watch tons of tons of innocent people get murdered in mudslides, fires, train planes, and automobile destructions. You name it. Anything to find that one sole survivor. Random Randy Savage. Knee pads and slippers. I'm going to go ahead and give this two knee pads. It was, I mean, even after, like, I haven't watched this movie in forever. And even after not watching it, it still holds up. I still had a lot of fun watching it. And, like, it's nice to, like, watch it now with the twist in mind or without, you know, and then try to find all the clues. And, like, oh, I can't believe I missed that. So, yeah, two knee pads. Goddamn right. Two whole fucking knee pads soaked in the tears of victims. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Glad, actually no, two knee pads uh, f- uh, filled with the inside cushions of his whip. Mmm, comfy as fuck. Nah, I love this movie, man. Like this is one of the few movies I- I've literally owned this movie for 18 years in my clutches. It's insane. I can't just thinking about that makes me sad. But um, y'all, dude, it's my jam. This movie's my jam, man. And I am super not looking forward to seeing Glass. I'm so scared. Split was good. I enjoyed Split. Split was good. And it was a surprise sequel. It wasn't like in the film. You know, it was just like, it was like a quick nod to David Dunn in the end of the movie. I'm like, whoa. But it got spoiled for me, actually. Yeah. Someone did that to me, too. And I was like, that sucks. Pieces of shit. Let us watch that. I would have been elated. But at the same time, I'd probably be more deflated. I'm really worried about Glass. Guys, just know there's a Patreon pour coming up for Glass. And I'm just scared. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Gonna so fine. I'm going to bring this negative energy into our Aquaman pour-up coming up. Ugh. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> special thanks to everybody. The uh, Movie Pod Squad, Castaways, Goddamn, um, Soul Wizard, Fans on Patrol, Home Video Hustle. Um, Randy, you got anybody you want to shout out? Nope. I'm good. All right, man. <laughs> Why don't I even ask you? <laughs> Just shout out to Cause Diamond one, Dog. Because one of these days I'll have someone to shout out, and it's just like it's gonna be so special. It's gonna be so special. And it'll, it'll be awesome. All right, guys. Well, we will catch you guys next week when we. Oh man, I don't know what movie we're gonna do. Actually, I need to figure that out. But it, it will be streaming. It will be on a streaming service. I promise you that. <laughs> so we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>